song because we're gonna survive it's crazy like earlier on i had a buddy that texted me basically like you know when you were like in thailand or something and and he's like are you guys done with the podcast now that uh we're good again you know and it's actually the opposite like i almost feel like well here's the thing we haven't had a national championship in however fucking long i don't even want to know you know like that's out of my mind yeah. by this point uh, about and a decade. sure and um thanks dick <laughs> and um quite frankly i'm scared that we're not gonna win it because of every little thing and even though it might be so minute that it never makes a difference in yeah. the grand scheme I, of things I, I think when you look at it we're still probably the favorite oh by uh, far e- e- even even with what the scares, like you, you say, worst case scenario, DeSanto doesn't make it back into the lineup. We're still probably the favorite to win it because you're going to get a Paul Glenn. He's going to score points at nationals. He's going to, he's going to. I'm really upset you just said. That, well, I, 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 I think DeSanto's coming back. I, I think there's no doubt that DeSanto's going to give it a go. We're going to go over some of that. But, 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 but the thing is, is I think even if you take the worst case scenario right now, as far as like you take like Iowa Michigan duel. Um, if that's our lineup, I think we're still the favorite. But it is a little concerning. You don't think so? Oh, we're talking with Happel and Paul Glenn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and Cash. Well, actually, we need to talk about Cash. Yeah, Cash is going to be a talking point later. We're not. We're, we're not really going to review the Iowa. We're not going to really talk that much about the Iowa. No, because goal. we only have half of our real team in there that we know of as it stands now. Right. So I think I mean, we got to see. Uh, we we got to see Marinelli come back, which was our biggest two talking points of the Michigan duel is Spencer Lee and Cassiope. Yeah, little guy, big guy. Okay, so we'll starting with Spencer Lee. Yeah. Um, I think there's. There's no concern there. It, it, it was obvious. I, I think Spencer Lee could have named the score on that. On, on uh, what, What's his butt? Don't care. Do, do we need to? Do no, we don't. It we, doesn't matter. We don't so, need to talk about. Okay. So he, he could have named the score. Um, it's noted that Gable has told him he needs to start going yeah. full matches. Yeah. And, and he did that. And I'm quite certain. That Gable and, actually talked to him right before the Penn State duel. And... Uh, he needs to start working for falls. Well, what he said was you need to start, like, 
basically elongating the matches and getting your third period time in. And and what that means is, you know, getting takedowns. You don't have to tilt them every two seconds. And, you know, we all know you can. And just kind of get some, get some, you know, some good reps and good long matches yeah. so that you're ready for it, any kind of third vital. That's vital. Situation. And, but I'm pretty sure since that was said prior to Penn State, right before Penn State, Tom Brands probably said, hey, we might need all of the extra bonus points we can get. So go ahead and get that tech fall. We know you can right. get it. Exactly. You, you know, and exactly. then now, so, so now little delayed reaction we see that he's wrestling full match and we might see this again i think we're gonna see it a lot more yeah yep well up I mean, until there's up not at, that much more left uh, up but, until yeah. big tens for sure sure um but then we go into cassiope which was the biggest match of the night and the biggest disappointment of the night but we saw a lot of positive come out i'm of gonna it. say this i'm going on limb right now and say paris is the best in the nation gable steve uh, we're done with using gable yeah like, we, that's we dis- done we discussed this yeah we're, it's we're sick of calling steve. him the name of the best wrestler of all time yeah. So we, we re-nicknamed him. To... Not only is he not the best wrestler of all time, he's not the best wrestler at any given year because, you know, Cassiope's going to beat him from here on out. I really, I have a strong feeling about this. And the, so this is, it's a better, I feel like this is a stronger, better nickname than what we gave our first nickname to Kale Sanderson as. Bale Fagerson. Bale Fagerson. Yeah, first. we're not allowed to say that. We're not allowed to say that anymore. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but this, so Stevie comes from, uh, <laughs> it's me, Stevie. I wore the cape all, all freshman year. You, you remember? As in a marching band, I led the, let him out. <laughs> but anyways, Sometimes you gotta make, and, uh, uh, room for new, you gotta make it room for new memories to get rid of the small ones. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, that's from me spelling down Stevie. Watch it. Yeah, yeah, if you haven't, you need to. And then, and then of course, uh, what was his last? Oh yeah, uh, Toucher. We're just gonna leave it vague. Stevie a, Toucher because he Toucher. likes touching boys. So Stevie Toucher, I so Stevie Toucher is a way better matchup for Cassiope than Paris. Paris to me was Cassiope last year. Or wait, wait, was. Yeah, he was the Cassiope build last year. You know, like he had some flab on him and stuff, and now he's he's really fucking. St- uh, you're Stevie Toucher. You're talking no, about no. Had flab on him. No, uh, Paris. Sorry, Paris. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, Paris. Paris is what Cassiope is last year. Oh wait, no. Am I yeah, still no, not yeah, saying no. That? You're saying Par- you're you're saying Paris was what Cassiope he is this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyways, anyways, that's a lot of pretense past uh, It's because we have to walk around a name. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, so Paris, um, he he's the real deal. Like, I, I think he's going to. He's a man. He's He he, he, sh- he should be the number one. You know, Here's like, the it, thing. It drives me crazy. We need, we need uh, so Cassiope came out really aggressive in that match. He, I think, against, and I don't want him to stop slowing down, especially against those, uh. Basically, probably other than Paris and, and Stevie Toucher, I think that he needs to slow the match downs against those against that competition. Those guys are 
Paris and and uh, Stevie are they're athletic, man. They and are, but really, okay. And this is where I, I'm going to say, like, I feel like, and we kind of went over this a little bit, um, you and I. Okay, Cassiopeian and Stevie match up almost identical to me. Like, I don't Cassiope, think so, but go ahead. Cassiope might be a little bit stronger. Stevie might be a little bit quicker. Yeah. That's it. But as far as uh, give take, they're one and the same. I really think Paris, he might have, he might be just as strong as both of them, but is way quicker than both. I haven't, and that's the thing though. We we didn't get to see uh, uh, Paris pass, you know, mid second period. Yeah. Um. So, I, I think I think if, if Cassiope can slow the matches down a little bit against sure. those guys, and he can get them, he's gonna wear them down. The kid's yeah. a fucking fighter. He's gonna. He he is definitely the perfect type of wrestler that the longer the longer you get in a match the, the the longer that match gets extended he's going to benefit from it. Sure. Um I don't disagree with that. I guess I mean So I I I, I look at it as this way. If It's pretty obvious it's those three at the top though. I think I think and there's nobody yes, else. Yes, I think Stevie and I think uh, uh, Paris, in the first period and a half or so, they're going to be the better wrestler. They're they're. I think it's a crapshoot if if Cassiope can get that. If that's a one score match going into the second half of the match, I think it benefits him great. Like. Drastically, we really need. Yeah, it's all speculation, but from what I've seen out of Cassiope, kid grinds, kid wears his opponents down, and I think that if he can get past the flashiness, if he can, if he can slow the match down, it's going to benefit him. I know, I know that um, he got into a scramble situation with uh, Paris, and I highly disagreed with it early on in the first uh, mid first period okay and um i don't know if it was just because he got done wrestling nevels or what and he won that that uh scramble but basically it was just pure core strength that got him out of it reaching around behind and and basically squaring back up and you know yeah. like that's you're not you're not going to be able to do that all the time. Yeah. I mean, Neville's is not the caliber as these other top three are that we're talking about. Sure. And so he's got to learn to really stick to the basics and what he knows best and and feel it out rather than doing a fucking random scramble situation he doesn't need to be in. He could have easily squared back off and and squared back up normal and start all over. You know. Sure. Um. In heavyweight, you're always told mistakes are double time. You know, like everything. You take a, a long shot. Guess what? You get stuffed on a long shot yeah, at heavyweight. No, you're fucked. There's no redemption from a long yeah, shot at heavyweight. No. Yeah. Zero. And, and like if you're a Unless smaller. Unless you're maybe like a Kyle Snyder. If you're a smaller guy or you, you know, or you have some other. You, like when you have t- 280 pounds on you. You can't make as many mistakes, and that was a mistake. Yep. So, um, but anyways, 
I think I still think that we're going to see one hell of a match against Minnesota uh, Stevie and and Cassiope. I agree. Um, way better than the match I would, against Michigan. And uh, even though I know Stevie is probably the the favorite in the match, I I would not be surprised whatsoever if that's what we're walking away with at the end of the Minnesota duel is is the upset at and it, that would shake everything. So what would up. you do if? We see Costello out there. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be upset. Um, I'd understand it. I'd be upset, and it, it wouldn't su- it wouldn't surprise me. I sh- I should say that. It will not shock me if uh, we're beating Minnesota twenty six to six. Yeah. Going into that match, and we just decide to put Costello out there. Yeah. And see, I'm torn on this because. Uh, I agree. I don't like, you know, dodging anybody, you know. But at the same point, I do like how, like, if they come off a loss, you don't want to compound it with another loss, like kind of what we did with Warner. And you know what I'm saying? And some other guys that, um, you know, we don't want to, like, make things worse. Like, losing two in a row is way worse than just one random. Right. And that's probably the coaching staff's biggest fear right now. And then on top of that, we have Big Tens to where they're going to wrestle no matter what, guys. It's not like they're dodging completely. And then it's not like, you know, state, you know, in high school and stuff uh, where somebody can dodge a a 1A kid just because they'll never see him again anyway. Here's the thing. If we do dodge, it's not about seeding because we're going to the third seed no matter what. Yeah. Uh, it's all about just confidence. Yeah. Um, I I hope we don't dodge him because I think he's totally capable of beating him, and I want to see it. But do you want to see it now, or at nationals, or at Big Tens? I think or it, all three. I, I think it's a huge confidence booster. You know how much harder it is to beat somebody three times in a row. Well, I would rather if if Cassiope goes out there on Saturday mm-hmm. and beats Stevie Boy Toucher or whatever we're calling what are we calling him? Stevie Toucher. Stevie Toucher. If he goes out there and beats Stevie Toucher on Saturday his confidence is back to being at a it, well, it, it, high, it, yeah it, it, it's back to being that undefeated mentality. It's like the Paris match never happened. So I want to see it because I think he can beat him. I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. but Like you, you you're giving somebody an opportunity to know what you do. I get it. You're thinking very, very much like a coach right now and, mm. not, and not like a wrestler. Mm. I like the sound of that. <laughs> so I get paid finally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, BV, fuck! You be no, I love BV. I tell you, yeah, what. we can't get mad at him. We got that shit on sale tonight for twelve dollars. Yes. That's a good deal. <laughs> take it every time. I take it for thirty bucks. I don't give a fuck. I'm at this point. I'm addicted. Yeah, yeah good point. <laughs> what would you do if it like jumped Maker's Mark? Like in day? what? In price? You no, know, you just or... walk in there and it's like a, a half gallon oh, or whatever we're buying is the same price as just, Maker just Mark. Price or like like. Recognition, so what, 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 like what? What if, what if it was like recognition? Like, 
Oh, the initiate contact guys. They're drinking BV, man. Let's try that. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, I love it. They're right. They're fucking geniuses, which we are. Yep. And so it naturally can happen any time now. And and then all of a sudden the, the price jumps up. See, that's we need to catch it in that mid that in between like bv needs to start sponsoring us before that starts happening otherwise we fucking lost you yeah know what I'm otherwise we just get free marketing to them for, yeah for nothing yeah we were their entire guess what then bv we'll switch to maker's mark real soon yeah right no so, no i won't is that what you were getting at <laughs> sure uh no because i wouldn't stop drinking yeah. bv for maker's mark it's disgusting i do like no i'm not gonna say what i like or what I, I mean, I like BV. Your substitute? Yeah, so I'm, okay. What's your substitute, Gav? It is a Seagram 7.7, but it's only because. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, it's still whiskey. Way different. It, way different. It's lighter. I feel like I, I feel like I'm, like, lighter. feel like you go on a jog afterwards? Yeah. <laughs> I can't go on jog sober, <laughs> nor, like, 30 pounds less. I mean, uh. Jogging's not my style. Yeah, no. Uh, really? <laughs> you can't tell right now. Looking at me. Um, but I will say, like, Seagram 7-7, like, uh, there's no caffeine in it. That's my thing. Like, uh, you know this. Like, so what I do is I, I drink never a, even thought about that, actually. Yeah, yeah because 7-Up has no caffeine. So, like, what I normally do is if I'm having a nightcap to end the night, it'll be a caffeine-free Diet Coke. You know, at my house. But if you go to the bar, though, no matter what, it's always Diet Coke with the caffeine. There's no, like, in between, you know? And that's why when I order at a bar and it's late at night and I plan on just going to bed, like, after I, whatever, eat my meal or whatever. And I'm not I'm not one to stay up and party, which I do usually want to do every time. <laughs> then I go Seagram 7-7 because there's no caffeine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. No, I don't. I don't. I, I get what you're saying. I just wouldn't do that. You wouldn't be on. You don't think that? No, far I, I, ahead? I can't that plan that far ahead. Yeah. I can't have that. I wish I had that extra yeah, so bottle of whiskey. If it's so like I could, nine I could plan p.m., out drinking that well. if it's nine p.m., let's say eight thirty p.m., you know that half hour is a big difference. But that eight thirty p.m. and I'm hungry. All of a sudden, I like I want to go to the bar. I want to talk to some people. See if there's some sluts hanging around the. You know, still. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely. Then <laughs> I'll do the serum seven seven. If I get there at like seven, I'm with people and we're hanging out, and I'm I have to keep up my, you know, my fucking stamina. Mm-hmm. Then then we'll do a BV diet because I know the caffeine's still in there. Yep. You can't get a diet coke at a bar caffeine free. Just saying. That's that's what I'm getting at. Good point. Good point. Long so, story short, that's a great rant, Gav. I uh, well, now we're like have a seamless segue into nothing. Our next topic, oh, which is are you looking at me? Yeah, for I'm looking topic. at you for guidance right now. So <clears throat> we're spitballing tonight, boys. Yeah. So basically, our thing is is uh, in this one is we were talking about like things that just fucking scares the bejesus out of us to win a national title yeah we kind of started with that earlier on and so the the next big topic is abe Asad. abe 
has lost some really sketchy ones, as has Nelson, as has Cash even. Let's just throw that out there. Not any single one of them is an outstanding candidate right now. Right? Yeah. Is that fair to say? That's totally fair to say. Okay. For Iowa standards, this is. We're not talking just, like, Iowa championship standards right now. We we need every single point we can. And I don't, I don't care if whatever projections say we might win, like, 138 to 97.5 or whatever. It's, I mean, I've seen the same things. But now we're looking at uh, Austin DeSanto that's possibly injured. Now we're looking at... Uh, he's injured. For sure. Yes. I mean, we'll talk about that, too. We, we need to go into that, too. So now we're talking about Spencer Lee. Somehow. I'm not worried people, about Spencer Lee I'm not whatsoever. either. I'm At not either. All. At all. I'm not either. If it, but that if, if question mark matches, keeps popping up. If the, no, it shouldn't be. If those question marks are, are popping up, I'm sorry. You're an idiot. So we go from, you know, a possible, like, winning the thing to, like, the... Paris, you know, the the Cassiope. Like, what happens now if Paris, Gable, uh, Stevie, Don't call Stevie, Stevie, Boy Toucher, Stevie, Stevie Toucher, and, and, and then who knows who else pops up and can beat Cassiope because he is shaken now. He is young, you know. He needs to bounce back right away, one week later, yeah. for the number one guy in the nation. Come on. Cassiope, you know, uh, shit like that. You, you know, there's a lot of question marks still. Max Mirren we, hasn't really seen the mat yet. I know. Ever since he won Midlands, we haven't seen him really. So, and, it, and it's it's. Uh, you assume that it's disconcerting as shit. Yeah, there there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, mid season question marks right now, and it it sucks that we're there. You almost, like, felt it coming, though. You know what yeah. I mean? It was too good to be true. Yeah, it really was for a while. Yeah. Um, I still think – so let's ju- let's go straight into the Cash Wilkie thing. Yeah. Um, so, Abasad's been wrestling shaky, and we really feel – and not we, I – I really f- felt like we should have never pulled that shirt, right? And – With Abasad? Yes. Or Brent. No, well, Nelson Brands he he redshirted last year, so yeah, it didn't yeah, matter he with was him. Already available. Um, I, I, yeah, that's what that's what that's what sucks about it, because Wilkie didn't beat anybody great. He hasn't really wrestled anybody yet. He he's got two wins in a row as a starter, yeah. um, filling in for Abe, but he he won a three to two decision over uh, Jelani Embry. Um. Three to two against the number twenty kid in the country. Like it, it, it was impressive early on, but then he won the way you wouldn't want Cash Wilkie to win. Like he won the match in a way where it's like, oh god, it's still Cash. Yeah, it's still the old Cash. Yeah, but you know the old Cash last year. We looked it up. He was twenty two and eight, right? And three of his losses came to Emery Parker. Who, you know, was ranked fifth at the time. I yeah. think he ended up getting like fourth or something like that. Uh, Colin Moore was another loss. So that's half his losses. Real studs, you know. Oh, um, Drew Foster was another one. So that's five of his eight losses. 
I I get it. I get what you're yeah. saying, but we've seen him wrestle this year. He mm-hmm. was given the nod early on, and he just like he he's he's what we've seen out of him. Mm-hmm. People uh, wrestlers just keep bypassing. What him. what would happen? I and trust me. I mean, I already know we blew the red shirt already, and I know that I'm not a fan of how Cash wrestles. And, in fact, I was all for Nelson Brands in there. I mean, I was hesitant, but I was all for the idea of trying it. Here's where I'm at, okay? I think whether you wrestle Nabaside or Cash Wilkie, you're going to have extremely similar results at Nationals. And you got to ask yourself, if we're burning a red shirt with Abasad, what has... We've already burnt it. Right. If we're burning... That red shirt's burnt. Where's the bigger upside? Is it having Abasad be a top eight, you know, sep- you seventh or eighth in the country? Or having Cash Wilkie, be, Cash Wilkie as a senior be seventh or eighth in the country? Cash. You think the bigger upside is having Cash Wilkie be an All-American over Abasad? I would not say, e- wasting this year. I'm not looking at the biggest upside. I'm looking at. I'm looking for next year. No, we got a repeat. Yeah, no. See, me, I'm. We thinking, can't be a one-off. We're Iowa. Hold on. I'm thinking we need to make sure that we win this one. If we lose this one, that's done. Over. That's another year of no national championship. Probably not the one, the year, the next year. I mean, not necessarily. No, because we, we, we have we, Abasad already. We we return a lot. We, we next have. Year. We, we return have, everyone. Yeah, everyone except what? for Young, which is big. But we can. No, there's we enough. Have, we have Young back. We we lose Lugo and possibly Kemmer. Oh yeah, Lugo's the only one. Yeah, and Kemmer. Yeah, we lose those but two. We have those are those are a lot of those are. Point scores, but Lugo, we have that Missouri fucker. Uh, Lugo has a replacement. Yeah, yeah. And then Kemmer, if we lose him, guess who? Nelson Brands is that. What, what do you mean if we lose Kemmer? Like we're losing Kemmer. Right? Well, there's a still a chance that he's going to get that medical shirt from last year. He didn't get a medical shirt from last year. Mm-mm. Why he didn't wrestle one match? I don't know. That wouldn't even. I'm, make any I'm confused sense. by how this shit goes anymore. But anyways, wrestling's probably overlooked as well. Nelson Brands would be at that weight though. Yeah, so we're probably stacked even for next year. We're better next year. Mm, I love that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's the most excited I've been all night. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I'm just saying, like, why not? Like the guy that we know can score points. Like I, I do have this fear and it's, I know it sounds terrible, blah, blah, but it's just like, um, you know, anybody that's new to anything, you, you never know how it's going. What if Abe goes in nationals and goes, Oh, two barbecue, right? I don't think that'll happen. He's lost to two kids I mean, already that could have easily been but that, you can a say bottom the, line national guy. You can guy. say the exact thing oh. out of Wookie. No, that's why I just listed that five of his eight losses were to guys that were all in the top five last year. But we've also seen him lose to losers. N- not last year. No? No. 
Like his his worst loss was that fucking Colbray kid from Iowa State. That was his worst loss last year. Well, and that was I think six to seven. Well, I. It's hard. I uh, I want to I want to support Cash Wilkie, but it, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you don't. And and I honestly didn't either until, like, seriously, the Brands era has n- never pulled a red shirt outside of Spencer Lee, and then we do it with Abasad, and it's no Spencer Lee. And yeah. And we had two other viable options. One of which was extremely other si- undersized. The other one did well last year, but is not well liked. <laughs> you know. So if you're saying, if you had to guess, here's what I'm saying. Coming into the duel, I'm I'm just going to jump in here right now. Mm-hmm. Coming into the duel next week, we have number sixteen kid. What's his name? You got it up right there from no, for Minnesota. But anyways, um. It's a number 16 kid, and I guarantee whoever we see on that mat. Owen Webster. Owen Webster. Whoever we see on that mat against Owen Webster, if they win, we'll see him the rest of the year. I guarantee Tom and Terry has already been thinking about this exact same thing. They don't necessarily have a podcast like we do, you know. They wish they did. Yeah, they wish they had a podcast (laughs) successful in this. But, um... You know, I guarantee it's the same thoughts. They're sitting in their basement. Well, here's the thing, though. We arm have, wrestling. So, whoever gets the nod um, against Okie State uh, will wrestle uh, Anthony Montavolo, uh 16th in the country. So, well, or 15th, 15th, excuse yeah. me. But there's... Maybe maybe we see one of each. Maybe yeah, we see. Uh, I think so maybe we see Nelson and then Cash. I really or Nelson Nelson and Abe. Hopefully, I really I really think Abe's kind of blowing it. You think you think so? Really? I mean, he's lost the top twenty kids. He hasn't lost to nobody's. I know. And Cash has, and so has Nelson. Cash has not this year or last year. Well, I don't. I just. I know. I know. I just think the bigger upside is with Nelson. The only problem is, is there is talks that Cash was sick early on. You don't uh, pull a red shirt over sickness. Oh, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, now I'm confused what the game plan is. Like If, if we don't wrestle Abe, what a waste of a year. I know, but do you want... I Okay, if we don't wrestle Abe, it's a waste of a year. If we do wrestle Abe, do we lose 10 points? Nationals. Which you you could say that in the other direction. Do you think Cash Wilkie loses 10 points for us? He could, yeah. He he's proven otherwise. N- not if he wrestles the way he did. Like it, you, you take sophomore Cash Wilkie at nationals, and yeah, he's going to score you some points. 
you take last year Cash Wilkie. He got the same thing last year. No, he didn't. How, what do you, how do you figure? He was not a match for being All-American. No, he? but his his losses. He was a takedown away from being All-American as a sophomore. Yeah, he lost to freaking no, Gabe it, Dean. Maybe that was a redshirt freshman. Was that a redshirt freshman year? What? When he had the overtime match, it, he was an overtime match away from being All-American. I think oh, was a, yeah. And then last year, he completely shit the bed. No, last year, he he brought Dean. I know he did. Into overtime. That was the only good match he wrestled. And then and then he lost to um, uh, the same same kid I was just talking about. Ah, oh, shit. He lost to three times. Even Parker. Yeah. Who was good. I, I know he's good. That but was his two losses. I just don't... I don't feel that there's any upside wrestling Wookiee. Yeah, so I the, guess we'll, we'll there's just no, be in agreement, uh, disagreement. I mean, yeah, I, there, I, I just feel like... Uh, but anyways, and you know who... I'm going to tell you right now. Even if we were to wrestle him right now, and this might be just like hedging my bet, if we were to wrestle him right now, he sat out most of the season. He hasn't been able to have the real competition he's had every other season to like prepare for anything. You know, Wilkie. Yeah. Why don't you feel like he's been able to prepare? He hasn't wrestled competition matches. Oh, oh, you mean this year? As yeah. far as like just who he's been wrestling? Yeah, I don't think it's helped him. No, it could not to mention the mind fucks of having uh, a true freshman and a freshman ahead of him. Yeah, as a well, senior. I mean, it's you can't tell me those weren't earned. No, sure. I mean, but I I get what you're saying. Like, yes, Nelson Brands. Well, actually, no. Did they ever wrestle off? They never did. You assume they wrestle every day, and which is probably why he got the nod over Wilkie. I would, I would like to think so. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, just saying. Um, guys, so tricky, man. I know. When they're all the, here's the thing. Here's the, and this is the whole argument I made early on was when they're this close. All three of them are this close. Why the hell do you pull a red shirt? I, I hear what you're saying because of his Midland performance. You have a kid. I know he did finish second. First off, your dad did the same thing with me as a sophomore in high school. Okay. I got beat out. I got beat out in a wrestle off like for the 125 pound spot, and I wrestled the Tiger Knight as a JV wrestler in yeah. a varsity tournament, and I got second in the varsity starter. Got like fourth place, sure. And your dad started me the rest of the year. Yeah. After that, so there's. Yeah, but you can't redshirt. Sure, but when you when you see, I guarantee if if in high school you can hold on, I guarantee if you in high school you can redshirt, and and dad saw that you guys were that close, he'd be like, "Hmm, 
let's let's get him for his full years and let's see what he can do. Well, he's an he's an underclassman, so. But I know you're, what you're, you're saying you're bypassing the the point. I I get what you're saying, but at the same time, it's you have a at least in a tournament setting, you have a more capable of a more capable wrestler. Mm-hmm. How like that's such a tricky situation. Yeah, but they weren't wrestling the same people. It's impossible in a tournament style for them to be wrestling the same people. But what what Cash ended up getting that Midlands? I think third. Did he? I know he. Yeah, beat, you can I, 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 you, I, you I knew got, he you're beat You're in charge Nelson. of the computer. You yeah, I know, but that takes so long. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um. I, I mean, they lost. I mean, like, granted, Abe lost to O'Connor, or was it, what was his name? Not O'Connor, that was Lugo's guy. But, uh, I mean, yeah, Abe wrestled good. But to, to determine the all in one, one tournament, and then, and then to pull a red shirt and basically take a whole year of learning out from underneath. Uh, it's tricky, man. It's real tricky. I know, and and cash and and the fact that we're even arguing this, just you and I, shows that maybe maybe it should have just gone the course of how we all thought it should have went prior to the season even starting. You know. Yeah. No luck. So no, no, uh, no. <laughs> I know Nelson Brands and Abasad both made it to the semis, and Cash Wilkie did not. Um. But that that's the only uh, if if Flow Wrestling had a better website and they could just link off to a fucking bracket instead of breaking it down by if uh, I remember right, winners Cash of the first and round Nelson actually wrestled each other and Cash beat him in over. Cash did beat him yeah. on the backside. Yeah. Um. But we'll 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 agree to disagree. On on this yeah, one, I'm just uh, so so if, if you had to wage your bets, my druthers. Okay, what if you had to wage your bets on who we're going to see at 184 going into the Big Ten? Oh, who are you going? well, that's different. Tell me. Well, well, because my the difference is Tom and Terry get to determine that, right? Yeah. And um, I think they're going to stick with A because they already made that decision when they pulled the red shirt. I agree. But it doesn't mean it was the right decision yep. to begin with. You know what I'm saying? I hate hearing you say that, but I understand why you're saying that. Yeah. So, um, I think if Abasad goes on Saturday against this Webster kid who's 16th in the country and wins... Are you convinced that we're putting the best wrestler forward at 184? No. no? Okay. No, Cash can beat the number 16 kid. Sure, but he could barely beat the number 20 kid. Yeah, but that's the way he wrestles. I, I get it. It's frustrating. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. So, getting away from... 184. Mm-hmm. 
our other concerns. Max Mirren's finally probable, at least. Hey, yeah. that's a positive. Sa- same with uh, DeSanto. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we got to go so, that. So they too. released the two deeps for Minnesota, and Mirren and DeSanto are back in the yeah. two deeps. So Max Mirren, let's just start with that one. That's a little more upbeat because um, he's – he from everything we've been told and hearing and whatever, he has the Corey Clark shoulder, which is – I don't know the extent of it. Which is the Corey Clark shoulder sending as the Matt McDonough shoulder? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, Matt. And and they both wrestle with it, and so we have experience with this. When we know what we're doing. But got Ryan Morningstar in there. What? We got Ryan Morningstar in there. Yeah. I God. Anyways, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Ryan Morningstar torn ACL. Like very, I, I I'm thinking he tore it. Do you not tear it at um, Big Tens, right? No, I think he even tore it before then. Right before then? I like, can't remember for sure. I, I, I remember the match that got him. I'll never forget the match that got him to an All-American status. Oh, it and was it, gutsy it, as fuck. Oh, I, I remember it was, it was just the most perfectly timed. Which, by the timed. way, they all, all three of them, Terry, Tom, and, and Ryan all got extensions to, through 2026. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. Fuck yes. Good. Yep. That's All right, continue. great for the program. Sorry, I, I just... I, no, I just remember uh, Morningstar's match that got him to All-American status, and it was... I, I don't even... I don't remember who he was wrestling, but just the way he slipped a shot and knee-picked the fucker right to the ground. And just, oh, my God. He's on it. Like, like, it is... He is. It is so obvious that this guy is wrestling on one fucking oh, leg, yeah. and he's, yeah. he just he just did that for us, yeah. like that, and that's why he's there. And did we talk about this on the last little fucking episode? Maybe. Yeah. But anyway, so we talked about like which would be harder: wrestling on a Corey Clark type shoulder issue, or a fully blown ACL, or ACL, MCL, whatever. Yeah. And really it all basically we agreed it came down to style. But yeah. um like a little guy, littler guy that shoots a lot, gets in on a shot and then has to hang on, turn corners and you know just keep hanging on. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and, never going to work. And you think about it like honestly for a guy like Morningstar, it would benefit a wrestler like him having a blown ACL as opposed to a torn shoulder because he was he lived off diving shots. Yeah. He would hang on to a fucking single and he would spend a minute and a half finishing and it. And he had quick feet. And he was good at it. And he had quick feet to where not many people got in on his legs. No, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. He was he was one of those guys where his style wasn't uh, it wasn't flashy whatsoever, yeah. but it was gritty, yeah. and they called him uh, what? What was his nickname by Iowa State wrestler? Boring Star, mm-hmm. and it was because he he would Dude, dive but- in on a leg and he'd spend a minute and a half finishing it. I, I I it is way harder to finish a shot and grind it out for a minute than it is to just be flashing cut angles. I mean, he didn't have the athletic ability that some guys do, but he had the fucking determination and the fucking will to 
to grind it out and work his way through You'd it. You'd be surprised how athletic he is, though, too. Oh, I'm sure. Well, yeah. Yeah, if you're a wrestler for the University of Iowa, you're yeah. a freak athlete. Yeah, no was... matter no matter how great your finishes are, you're yeah. a freak athlete. But anyways, um, yeah, and then shoulder, gosh, that'd be, that'd be rough. Like, for instance, I mean, like when you look at, like, a McDonough, as many times as he shot, and he's so long, and then having somebody come down on that shoulder—that's impossible. But if it was in, you know, none none of them are fun. That's that's official. Yeah. And and actually, a lot of times it's not even the physical hurt of it all. It's the mental, like, oh, can I do this? Oh, he he touched my bad knee. Oh, you know all that. Yeah. And sure, I I'm, I make it sound like a little pussy thing, but it's true. You, it goes through your mind constantly. I've had I've had all of them, pretty much. You know, like it it sucks. Um, you know, you got to be a whole nother fucking animal to do that. And that and actually, Terry and Tom and and Morningstar, they're the ones that can teach that. I tell you, they're the real fucking deal. I mean, you saw the Terry fucking program. Like he he was broken everything you know mentally his shoulder the whole thing when terry finally came back and and got a third in 96 or whatever i think it was and uh way too old (laughs) you know like everything like but those are the guys that could get you through it but so i don't even know where we're talking but it leads into desanto so desanto we're oh and we were talking mirin yeah, so Mirren's finally probable. He hopefully wrestles. If not, it's fine. Whatever. Yeah, let we, him let him wrestle. We know we're going to see Mirren again. Yeah, my only concern is he's got to get his his full shape back. You know, I, just I, like Spencer Lee. Spencer Lee, yeah, he can run sprints all day in the fucking wrestling room, but can he wrestle a third period match? That's a different. Thing. I am not nearly as concerned of Mirren's return as I am DeSanto's. Yeah, so DeSanto was a lot of mental. There was a lot of talks. That DeSanto felt he was being attacked, not only by Iowa fans, but Tom himself when said that uh, Tom said that he should have finished the match, basically. Yeah, felt like he could have toughed it out. And, the, and you know, Austin being autistic, you know, and, and having, like, a tough time seeing yeah, social yeah. cues and knowing how, yeah, he probably just thought people were just hated him, not understanding the whole situation and, and the context of it. Yeah. First know? off, like as far as from, from a fan perception uh, perspective, um, I think we look at a guy like Austin Asanto and you're like, that guy can wrestle through anything. And so for him to to show weakness there is it was kind of a a blowback, you know what I mean? It 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 was kind of it caught me off guard when I heard that there might have been pushback from him of what Tom and Terry might have been trying to uh, uh, subliminally tell him wrestle through it. And, and but, but, but from a fan perspective, you expect it, but you have to understand it from like that individual standpoint as far as um, 
this is a kid that's probably never wrestled through that much adversity. You know, he's always been the set. He was the set at Drexel, comes to Iowa, has instant success, and all of a sudden he's throwing some adversity at him, and he doesn't know how to handle it. Well, and see, just like when he first came over to Iowa, I think this is a perfect opportunity to get Spencer Lee back involved and be like, hey. Oh, I'm sure, and I'm sure he is. my knee was fucking busted i wrestled you i got through it you beat me yeah you know and i came i came back stronger than ever and i come here to iowa and i win two national championships because i know this is what iowa does they know how to help you with your mindset and how how to make you better and work with adversity and situations that are out of your control and and that's why I brought you here is because I knew that you'd be a good fit for this situation. Yeah, it, Stuff like that conversation could easily all be fixed by one guy. And this is a situation where Tom and Terry need to step in and, and hand off the And reins. it's so awesome to have a guy like Spencer Lee that's, you know, he he's to to me you're you're as a coach, you're not going to be able to play a mind, mind games with a Spencer Lee. He kid gets it. If you're teaching him a hard lesson, he's going to totally understand the lesson you're teaching him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, strong-willed guys that uh, that have our... I don't know how to explain that. But strong-willed guys that have done it by themselves with no help from necessarily... Uh, uh, you're speaking uncoachables, basically. Not uncoachables. I'm I'm speaking kids that haven't faced adversity like that. Oh. Um. It takes a special kid like a Spencer Lee to be in his uh, his state his senior year to go to the program to the number number top two program in the country that they're being recruited to and saying I'm going to wrestle through my fully blown knee yeah because i think i can get it done like that that takes a special type of mindset and you can't necessarily coach something like that no you just recruit it to iowa (laughs) you recruit it to iowa and you use am you use that ammo for kids like austin DeSanto. yeah so I think I having a guy like Spencer Lee in there is pivotal. I will say there. I want, it would be sweet if there's a stat like this. Is Iowa has to have the most injuries per or the most let's say all Americans per injury. How's it go? Injuries per all American in the nation. You know, like a or in the you know. I agree with that. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we've had so many guys have had so much. They, they wrestle through it. And even you even get, like, a guy like Matt McDonough his senior year who didn't All-American, but yeah. you knew he was just wrestling through pure pain but, the entire time. I was just like that. Because they had that will. And and you even take that back to um, uh, Penn State, uh, Megalutis. Yeah. That same year. McDonough wrestled on that torn shoulder all year. And still beat the national champion in Carver Hawkeye Arena that year mm. with the same injury he suffered from at nationals. So it was, I mean, that's that's something. Like you, you, you I get it. He didn't all American, but for him to be able to 
to beat the number one kid in the country on an injury like that, that's mental. That's all mental. Yeah, Corey Clark's is still one of the better ones. I tell you, Corey Clark. Well, because he did it through a whole tournament. Yeah, and then just won one it. match. Yeah. Like, very few people can win it at 100%. <laughs> yeah. Let alone somebody that can win it at, like, 75 yeah yeah exactly it just blows my mind it takes it takes a lot of uh it's all all about confidence at that point and that's put in there that's got to be contributed to the coaching yeah like you can't a kid can't work through that pain unless they have t- somebody in there telling them every day you can work through that pain you know what i mean yeah no, I do. I do and I don't. I do only because I understand what you're saying. I don't because I've never been in that circumstance and I can't even fucking imagine doing it. <laughs> right. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I stub my toe in the mornings. I'm like, I'm not going to work. Yeah. Fuck this. This is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the tip of it's blue. Yeah. I just, uh, I'm staying home. <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll have two more BBs tonight. I'll be like, no, nope, I already know. I'll call in tonight. To like to let him know I wasn't drunk, you know. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm sober still. <laughs> I'm uh, not over exaggerating. <laughs> ridiculous. I mean, uh, you, yeah, you like, and th- and that goes back to the like I, wrestling in general being one of those things. Is like you can't teach that anywhere else. Like yeah. even. I, I really feel like I'm a giant-ass fucking pussy these days only because I'm out of wrestling. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I used to do any and everything. Just uh... you, you know what's funny is, like, you feel, like, I, I know you do. I've been around you enough to where I know for a fact I don't like where, where this is if going. If we're at just some random-ass bar in Cedar Rapids um, and someone decides to be tough with us, you and I both, we're gonna stand there confidently, knowing that you're probably not gonna beat us. Yeah, you got at least not easily. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> without a fight. Yeah, you're you're gonna at least be- walk. Trust away. me, there's been plenty of people I've been in front of, and I thought that, and then I knew uh, at the same time I knew I'm getting my ass beat, but I'm willing to go in that that extra mile. But when you <laughs> yeah. go to when when I go to nationals. Oh, yeah, where, like, everybody can beat her ass. When, when I go to nationals, I'm like, oh, man. Like, when I see, like, the like five groups in a row, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I do too well yeah, against like, that, those like, guys. When like, you go to nationals and 94%, that's are, a real stat, Yeah, 94% of everybody was a collegiate wrestler. Or, or, or just as tough as you were at the yeah, high school yeah, level. You're yeah. just like, oh. I don't feel so tough here, guys. Yeah. Like, uh, that that's ever, going to nationals is a reality check for your toughness, for sure. I still do the same thing. <laughs> and I stand behind your shoulder, just like pointing. Yeah. Well, well, a lot of it is just acting like it. But, anyways, yeah. <laughs> uh, I've been there. Yeah. I've been there. You've held me back in situations where I'm not proud of. <laughs> And I probably knew I was going to get my ass kicked, but I was like, Gavin is over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that guy eating the Cheetos and drinking the beer in the corner and, yeah, <laughs> shitting himself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, 
who were what were, uh, we're talking about Austin DeSanto. Yeah, so so yeah, yeah, there was there was talks about him like basically feeling basically like feeling like he's done with Iowa. Yeah. But it's good to see he's back probable on the list and so there's potential he's going to wrestle again. It sounds like it was a sprained Basically MCL, but it was like an eye something. But anyways, one of the same ligaments like an MCL. Okay, and uh, I've been there, done that. It sucks. Uh, anytime anybody touches it the wrong way. In fact, when it swells, everything's sore. You know, it's hard to get up and down referee's position or anything. Yeah. So give that that fucker cortisone shot going into every match. Well. I mean, it'll make. It we went back and looked at the tape. Did we talk about this last one? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. I'm still saying it's at Penn State. It's bullshit. I think that's a legal move. You cannot take the foot, turn it to the side, and pull it away from the body. What move are you going to get out of that? Uh, and that—that's what blows my mind. It's like there's a reason why the ref called it right away. Yeah, he saw it. He saw he that that was he... that would hurt somebody. Yeah. And there's no benefit to doing that. Like, I don't know, understand. The only scenario that was talked about that I can think of is maybe all of a sudden you pull that out, you can stick your hand in there and try to cradle, come in between. Well, he did he did lock up the cradle right after it, but sure. it was after he obviously. On the first time or the second? Both times. He yeah, the second cradle. he definitely did. I didn't see it on the first. But anyways, so if you go with the cradle, but if he's sitting down still, it's darn near impossible. You're better off to go up on the head, make him tripod up, and then go for a cradle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I feel going after turning the ankle to the side and pu- pulling it out to the side. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Does not actually give you any better angle at the cradle. No, it doesn't. It it just it it it's to me that it's was dirty, a it's deliberate dir- it, move. It, it, yeah, to it's, hurt him. it's dirty wrestling that you knew would suck the leg. And up. and us sitting by the opposing team and reading Kale's face, I think that was a game plan. Not gonna lie, yeah. I I People really don't do. like Austin Desanto. Nobody outside the pro Iowa wrestling program likes Austin Desanto. We sure. sat. We sat. Why, why would they? Why we not? we sat in the bar. When you're that good, why would anybody want? It, to it's like not him? even being good. It's it's uh, people don't like his mentality. I um, will agree that he has had a past of being a little too rough. You know, he had tried doing like like that. You can tell he's. You can tell there's a legitimate effort to work on that, though. Yes. Yeah. Oh, tremendously. That, that's a lot of mental strength out of a kid like that. Yeah. I would say that's a lot of ment- a lot of concentration by the coaches too. Yeah, like they they've done well with him, yep. extremely well. Like every time that I think that he's on the edge of blowing his fucking mind and doing something real stupid, Tom and Terry jump in there and they either do something stupid instead yeah. or they calm him and down. How many times have you seen him catch himself in the middle of matches of? To the point to where he starts overreacting and he starts just literally, yeah. Or or Tom, Tom keeps pointing at his head, be like, "Think, relax, think about it, relax." You know? Have you seen that? Yeah. He keeps doing this. I, I mean, we're on podcast. You can't see it, but he, he has one finger to each temple, and he's just like, "Hey, think about." It. 
you know, yeah. and and just like slows them down. Yep. I've seen it almost every match. I think maybe every other. Tom and Terry are godsends. Um, agreed. I am not going to bypass that. But anyways, I so it does scare me though. Two things. One, I don't want him to go hesitant into matches thinking he's going to get hurt now, right? That's the natural one. Which we're probably going to see. We're going to see that. Yes. Yeah. Two, I want to see, Okay. Penn State. I, I'm going to go back to it. I, I don't know if we... I, we didn't talk about this last time. Penn State, this thing with t- turning the ankle, pulling it to the side, blah, blah. That should be a penalty, okay? That should be some kind of, you know, potentially dangerous something, okay? A full Nelson is. How's that not? Yeah. A full Nelson really doesn't hurt anybody. Come on. You know what I'm saying? I've never seen a full Nelson cause damage like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm with you, man. I completely agree. Uh, you know when hands of the face start getting called? When Rutherford started doing it because he let out with the fingers versus like a poem like everybody's ever done since 1970. So he's dirty, that's what you're saying. Who? Penn State. Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like weird, all these weird rules that never had to come up prior start coming up coming during up Penn, Penn State. State's on top of yes. glory. Yep. Yeah. Rutherford was the only one that kept poking people in the eyes. And then all of a sudden, now we can't palm the fucking head. Yeah. Well, we can again. Thank God. But last but, la- you know, last year, that was... Well, yeah, because he's gone. That was such a painful... Such a, such a painful rule that was implemented last year. And actually, anybody that's not an Iowa fan... And, and I'm sure there's not many. But anybody that, like... I want to hear others. There, there's... You know what I'm saying? Like, it seems like I haven't heard so many rules gone towards one team in the past, like, a three-year period. You know you know what I'm saying? That, yeah. Like, that is because of specific wrestlers. It seems odd. Well. I, I really think they're out for these little things, you know. That's what they do. Sure. Um. Other than that, Gab, we don't have much <laughs> yeah. to talk about. Yeah, but anyway, so Minnesota Duel, uh, we'll have something after that at Cassiope see what happens. You know, hopefully he pulls out that win. We think he will. Against Stevie Toucher. And Stevie Toucher. And then, um, and then of course, who wrestled at uh, 184. Yeah. All right. Initiate contacts out. Go Hawks. Go Hawks.